Hello, 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 hello. This is Interneted. Hello. I am, your... <laughs> hello. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Michael Bird. <laughs> I'm your other host, uh, Rob Murgatroyd. Hello, everyone. Rob, what was the cool nickname that we came up with um, today? The cool nickname for who? Me or you? For you, I think. I did. I did. I message you with the wrong. I think. <laughs> I think I called you. I think I said for shizzle my nozzle to you today. You did. You called me <laughs> nozzle, which was um, it's yeah. a new one, but nozzle could stick. Yeah, I think we, I think that should be the nickname we stick. Nozzle with. anyway. M Dizzle. Nozzle. <laughs> but what does nozzles? Merganoid. Anyway, Rob <laughs> Merganoid. Anyway, welcome to our show about tech gadgets and the internet and immature nicknames by a couple of blokes who are always being asked how to fix most of it. Isn't that right, Rob? Oh, yes, Michael. Um, on this show, we like to keep you informed with all the latest tech news and coolest and most interesting things from yeah. around the internet. That's right. Uh, you can think of this show as your indispensable guide for everything and anything worth knowing about on the internet this week. So buckle up, sit back, relax and enjoy the show from two blokes in our spare bedrooms. This is Interneted. Alrighty. Oh, perf- perfect oh, fade out. Lovely. Oh. <laughs> it's almost like you've done this before. Yeah. Uh, do, you to, do you want to talk about some news? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you, do, you want to do, your, do, do you want to do your little intro? Yeah, I'll do a little bit of intro. I, I just want to ask you. you merrily. I don't like yeah, to launch like into to it without asking you first, you know. Oh, you know what? You launch into it. Thank you. Don't you tell that. me what to do. <laughs> well, Michael, the shots. we're going to be talking about the tech news. Each week, we both bring a bit of interesting <laughs> news from around the world of tech. I don't know why I'm so aggressive, yeah. but I am. So <laughs> we sift through all things on the internet. From the app-controlled rainforests and plant-powered in- instruments, Ooh. so you don't have to. Ooh. Do you know what a plant-powered instrument is, Michael? Tell me more, tell me more. Like, does it control the leaves? <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of. Um, so this is cool. Sing the rest of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> can't. For legal reasons. Um, so this is called the plant wave. Um, oh, yeah. Which I'm surprised you haven't heard of as a, a music aficionado. Um, you couldn't just call me a musician, could you? No, you're you a music just, aficionado. You just, <laughs> not quite a musician. You can't quite. Well, I know you like enough. to bang your pots and pans with your sticks. So. And that doesn't make you a musician. It doesn't make quite. You a music aficionado. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so well, you haven't heard of this. You haven't heard of the plant wave. So no, you're no not fair a real enough. Musician. Fair enough. No, that's fair. What it is? It's a device. A device. A device that is designed to detect electrical variations in a plant from two electrodes placed on Ooh, either end okay. on the leaves. Um, the website, according to this article, says that the variations in the electric waves um, are translated into pitches and messages which play musical instruments. So ah. you can listen to music made by the electromagnetic waves of a plant. Mm. I wonder if that's the musical equi- uh, equivalent of brown paint, like mixing all the colours together. <laughs> I suspect it probably might I mean, be. you never know. No one's ever heard it because it hasn't been released yet. But um. <laughs> Okay. Well, should I should I do some... Not that I don't want to talk about um, musical-based plant, plant-based musical instruments. Fair. Um, but should I give you some tech news? Go on then. 
Okay, so first up is um, do you know that you know the company Amazon that we've we've talked about a few times? Yeah, that, in this that show. little startup. The little startup. Yeah. Um, they sometimes sell uh, books. <laughs> um, so Amazon had a we would call it an autumn event. They would call it a fall because fall event fall because the leaves fall. Yeah, yeah, fall. Uh, so they they announced lots of stuff. Um, I I guess listeners, I just kind of want to be quite upfront with you. Um, I'm not a massive. I'm quite a. I'm not a massive fan of Amazon. Wow. There I'm goes a, that sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> there goes yeah. Sorry, Amazon. I'm not a massive fan of. Um, no, let me take that back. I, I I'm a big fan of Amazon. Um, no, what I'm not a massive fan of are things that are slightly creepy from a privacy perspective. Yes, it's very true. Um, You're very privacy conscious. That's that's the way to put it. And I think the reason why I said I wasn't a massive fan of Amazon is because they keep bringing stuff out that is quite creepy. It's <laughs> quite creepy. So uh, let me just list out the stuff that they've announced this week and let's just see if there's a recurring theme. So the first thing they announced was the Amazon Astro, which... If you've been anywhere near the news in the last couple of weeks, you probably would have heard about mm. it. So it's their home assistant robot. And most news outlets have been using the word robot in inverted comments <laughs> because it really isn't a robot. Anyway, apparently it can help with home security. And it basically looks like a, uh, you know, one of those um, like Dyson Hoovers that um, like not like the ones where you have like a separate pipe and like the like a like a nozzly thing and then oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> not to call you nickname but like a nozzle and then there's like the base unit that has does all the like the the vacuuming the the, the sucking of the air yeah i love you trying to describe a vacuum and it's got like big wheels and a little wheel at the front look, that's what it looks like yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for you to say yes this is why i keep describing <laughs> you it keep going. So a vacuum cleaner is something that uh, <laughs> sucks air. Um, air is the thing that we we breathe. We have uh, lungs. Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, ah, right. That. Okay. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Okay. So it's like one of those, but without the little nozzly thing <laughs> and with a screen sat on top. Think of like a a, a chunky Roomba. Okay. Um, yeah, cool. So um, it uh, goes around on wheels um, and it has a touch screen on it and it's supposed to to be able to do like home security monitoring so it kind of patrols it's your house a bit house. like a guard dog it will just wander around and look at yeah stuff yeah i mean assuming your house doesn't have any stairs because mm-hmm. it can't go upstairs okay. <laughs> so right. really the ground floor of your house <laughs> uh and then i guess you have to get one on the top floor maybe um it doesn't seem all that amazing i was gonna I, say is, I mean, is that all it does is it a speaker as well is it like a dj roomba i think maybe yeah I mean, when I've read a few articles about it, I mean, I've, I haven't, as far as I can tell, that's all it does. I think the 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 kind of screen extends like a, like a weird extendable neck. Um, yeah, and um, I, I'm sure it can do other funky things, but it's not really a robot. I mean, it, it's just a screen on wheels. Okay, it hasn't got any arms. Is it? Is it got a face? I'm assuming they've they put a face on it to make people. They put obviously a smiley face like they do, just to make robots. it a little bit. Make it a little bit dystopian, yeah. just smiley. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob. I can't do that. Um, so anyway, guess how much it costs, Rob? Oh, I don't know. We're talking about we're talking about a remote control car with an iPad sat on the top with a smiley face on it. Uh, <laughs> a smiley face. I'm gonna say two hundred and fifty pounds. Uh, it's about one thousand dollars. Oh wow, dollars. that's a lot of nozzles. What's that? <laughs> That'll buy you a lot of nozzles. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. So that's the first thing. The second thing is uh, the Echo Show 15, mm-hmm. uh, which is $249. And it's a 15.6 inch 1080p HD display. It's big. That can be a, a shared hub for families. And it's basically it looks like a picture frame with a camera on the top. And you put it in your living room. So, so Okay. Interesting. Is this all that swivels around or is this the just the stationary? It one? looks like basically you just stick it to your wall. Big screen. So, yeah. And as I said, not a massive fan of having that in my lounge okay. or wherever it is. Yeah, understandable. Camera that's always on, microphones that are always the, the, on. The, the robot have a, a camera on it, I'm assuming. Robot has a camera yeah. on it, yeah, and okay. speakers and everything. Yeah. Um, this one I, I really don't like, the Echo Glow. Mm. Um, so it's a video chat for uh, for kids, designed around kids. Video chat screen, sorry, designed around kids. So uh, it's got a, a touch-sensitive screen on it, <clears throat> eight-inch sorry, eight-inch display, so you can have, you can speak to fa- friends or family members, and then it has this like weird pop-out touch-sensitive tabletop projector that, um, and I quote here: "You can use to play games, read books, and make art." Mm-hmm. And it'll have content from Disney, Nickelodeon, Mattel, and the Sesame Workshop. Okay. <clears throat> so um, I don't quite know what the purpose is. Uh, because if you're video calling people, if you're distracted playing games, they're not, I'm not quite sure have... the purposes. Do you play games together? Mm. Um, do they have to have one as well? Do they have? Maybe, they, maybe do. they do. I don't know. I mean, it, it does just... seem a bit odd. So it's, is that it... designed for like a tabletop, like a kitchen table? Yeah, it's quite big. It's it's about the s- I can't describe things in sizes anymore. <laughs> about the size of a shoebox. Okay. Um, on its side. How big so are the shoes? Anyway, that's so that's um three hundred three hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. Um. They have launched a new fitness tracker with a display called the Amazon uh, Amazon Halo, which is eighty pounds. Then there is <laughs> this. Ba- this <laughs> I'm not going to call oh, it my trusted. I don't on. think it's fair. Um, so you can <laughs> you'll now you'll now be able to say, "Hey Disney," um, and uh, you can uh, talk to it about Disney stuff. <laughs> and uh, there's a Mickey Mouse themed Echo Show five stand, which has got Disney ears and like the oh, yeah. uh, um, Mickey Mouse ears and like yeah. a, you know Mickey Mouse red with the little gold buttons. Um, so there's that. They are releasing a smart thermostat that works with Alexa, so it looks a yeah. little bit like uh, I, yeah the I've ever seen smart thermostats. Um, and then uh, they announced some stuff from Ring. You know, Ring is their their security, the other well the, the security company they bought. Yep. Um, we've talked about this before the always home camera drone mm-hmm. <laughs> have you seen yeah. this yeah. it's like it's like a it's like a, a drone with a camera suspended from it and it flies around your house um, and can patrol a little bit like the robot um, but it's um, <laughs> much cheaper and I think just as creepy if I'm honest I think more creepy I think if you have the whole set it, I mean you're well protected from no, not even necessarily well protected. You'll be able to see a lot of things in your house. Yes, you'll you'll be protected from burglars, but maybe not from privacy. <laughs> so I guess that the thing, the 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 challenge I have, I think, with I'm not going to single out Amazon companies that like to create these kinds of products, is they have a tendency to slurp up lots and lots of data from mm. it. Um, and Amazon are one of the worst from what i understand at doing this and they 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 use a lot of this data to try and you know suggest products to you and pass that to advertisers and things like that yeah 
which in and of itself isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's when it maybe get, makes its hands into, uh, it, into third parties and, you know, there's lots of like ethical things around it, you know. It's a, like bit, it's a bit questionable. I can understand that some people love the technology behind it and yeah. having a flying drone with a camera on don't, it. Hey, don't get me wrong. I think this technology is cool. Yeah. I would just love it if it was implemented in a slightly less icky way. And that's the way I would probably describe it. Icky. It's just a little bit like, uh, I that's don't know. Fair enough. That's one man's opinion. Hey, it's just, it's just <laughs> there, goes our, there goes our Amazon sponsorship. <laughs> and, Sorry, we'll uh, John those fridges to back us up. <laughs> that's canon that is wait for right. the, uh, john lewis fridge and amazon partnership now and then oh oh out. goodness yeah we're <laughs> out we're, we're totally out no chance all right should, um, we, should we move on to the next piece of news yes let's go to something slightly benicer how excited slightly would benicer. you be benicer it's delicious benicer um so something quite exciting the real life yes. captain kirk is going to be in space <laughs> yeah, that's right how is it <laughs> Yeah, you heard this that is, right. Is this not this, this is not from the Onion. <laughs> this is not from the Onion. This is real. Uh, I'll just give you a minute for that to sink in. So Captain Kirk is going to be in space. So so what? So William Shatner. William Shatner, um, aka Captain James T. Kirk of the USS Enterprise, to <laughs> give him his full title according to this article, um, is going to fly in Jeffrey Bezos's Blue Origin. Um, I quite like this article because one of the the first sentences that you read is Blue Origin is launching William Shatner, which I think is quite fun. <laughs> isn't they're releasing William Shatner into space. Um, so wow, uh, that yeah, is, it's quite exciting. Wow. At ninety years old, he'll become the oldest person to fly into space. Um, no, surpassing the last person who we mentioned on this podcast flying with Jeffrey Bezos, Wally Funk. Oh, something Funk, Wally Funk, Wally Funk. Brilliant, right. brilliant name. And now William wow. Shatner is going to be up there. I'm assuming he's going to do a video from space. Um, yeah, you'd have to. Do you think he'll come down? Come, come down from space, or are they just going to leave him up there? I think they might leave him up there. It's, yeah, okay. It's part of the furniture up there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, what? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's all there is to it. It's just an announcement. <laughs> it's basically saying William Shatner's bought a ticket. Um, yeah. But you know. Okay. It's him. So there's that. Well. Uh, you know how much I quite like I quite like Apple products, as you? you know. So I'm very excited to announce that uh, analysts are saying that the Mac, the new MacBook Pros are launching oh, hey. this autumn, or as they call it, fall. Fall. That's very exciting. Yes, <laughs> you've been waiting for this for a exciting. long time, haven't you? Oh my goodness! Yeah. So they are. They last year. They was it last year? Who knows. I can't remember. I can't remember if it's 20. I think it's 2020, but I'm not sure. But anyway, they, they announced their new M1 powered. Well, they, they announced their new M1 chips. Mm. And there were these Apple designed ARM based uh, processors that were super efficient and um, could um, basically didn't need quite so much cooling. If you can hear a fan in the background, that's my Intel powered MacBook <laughs> wearing away because it's overheating. And that is the main problem that Intel macs have had the issue with. um and so they they basically last year they announced they they released a um macbook air and a macbook pro but they basically used the intel chassis mm. so kind of you know it's a little bit like when they turn petrol cars into electric cars <laughs> like they turn a golf into an electric golf it's like everything like it's got all the weird like 
you know where a transmission tunnel would be and there's like still a big engine space mm. and the batteries are all in the wrong place. it's a bit it was a bit like that yeah um and so what people are hoping is that the new laptops they're going to release are going to be a little bit like you know a tesla mm -hmm. built from the ground up to be running these processors sure. um because they opened up last year they opened up these laptops and there was just so much empty space uh, yeah because not they didn't need quite yeah they everything was integrated in a way that just didn't need as much space mm. And so hopefully they're going to be um, maybe thinner or maybe they'll be able to have some more components inside them, more ports, because that's You'd one big complaint. I think Apple, Apple would sort of optimise it and um, make the yeah, most of that's the, the, hope. the space they've got. So it's really exciting. Um, and um, I, I, need a new, I need a new laptop, but I kind of have a bit of a rule of I don't try not to buy like the first generation of something. I might have to break that rule <laughs> with these laptops because... <laughs> My really Mac is, is is nearly 10 years old. It'll be 10 years old next year. It's a, truth, it's a very good innings for a laptop. It is. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, that's exciting. So they're going to be re releasing the M1X or the M2 chip. They haven't quite, nobody quite knows what they're going to call mm. it. Um, and, uh, yes, they're going to be releasing some new laptops. So that's really cool. And I think that's, um, yeah, I... I, 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 what, the, the reason why I think I this is an interesting news for people who maybe don't buy um, Mac laptops um, is the fact that they released those chips, they put those chips into the iPad, the iPad Pro last year as well. Yep. Um, and the fact is that they are able to make these chips, these basically chips that run, can run desktops um, and laptops, put them into phones and put them into to iPads and they can still run them. So that's the really exciting thing to see what impact this is going to have on kind of smaller consumer devices mm. yeah it could be the next might leap. Be more powerful yeah yeah exactly exactly so that's quite cool that is very cool but my one question um oh fire away will it How be much? able to oh. play snake will it play snake um good question uh yeah i guess yeah. so is that a, do you think it will run we, snake? has everyone heard it here first the new macbooks can play snake can it run doom that's what everyone asks that's true it? can, can, can it, it run, run doom, doom as well did somebody get like a washing machine to run Doom. I think or Doom's run on sure. every platform in the known universe. I think I read an article a couple of weeks ago that somebody was able to run Doom on a pregnancy test. I was going to say I thought it was like a, an electric <laughs> toothbrush or something. <laughs> yeah, I I think it was a, you know like some of those pregnancy tests have got like um like LCD yeah. screens on them. And they say pregnant or not pregnant. Yeah. Um, I think somebody hacked it to run Doom, <laughs> which I, I just it love is that. everywhere if you want it to be. That is uh, I've got a lot of respect for that. I do too. Um, right, cool. what have you got? Uh, so something, just a little update from me is. Uh, oh yeah, you know, the, the <laughs> little, little, it's a little personal update. Little personal update. <laughs> little announcement little on the podcast. Update. Yeah, uh, not tech related. Uh, no, this is tech related. This is from some a company that we both very much enjoy. It's Sonos. Um, uh, have yeah. you heard of the Sonos Beam? Uh, yeah, is that like the smaller slightly cheaper version of the um arc that is correct the so this sonos. is the sonos soundbar the sonos beam um sort of i think it's three four hundred pound soundbar uh, they've released a new version of it and what is so exciting about this new version is that it comes with dolby atmos compatibility oh, um, atmos, which atmos, is atmos, atmos, atmos. wow doesn't really very aptly described this... <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to make i was trying to do surround sound but our microphone's recording mono, so it doesn't really work. It's probably just, to the listener, it probably just sounds like I'm just getting quieter and louder. Well, talking of things if you that wanna... don't necessarily work as described. <laughs> so the Sonos, um, Sonos Beam 
has, as I say, been described as Dolby Atmos compatible. Now, the thing with Dolby Atmos is that it is uh, allegedly the next step in surround sound. So surround sound yeah. is usually 5.1, so you can hear it all the way around you. And with Dolby Atmos, the intention is that you can hear um, the sound channels vertically as well, so you can hear height within your film. So Whoa. say there's a helicopter flying overhead, you'll be able to hear it go up and above you. Um, wow. So that is what Atmos is all about. Um, but interestingly, so the way that they implemented Atmos compatibility with the Sonos Arc is that they had speakers that fire upwards as well as out directly at you. And those upward firing speakers are used just for those Atmos channels, meaning that when you have a helicopter oh. flying overhead, it will sound like a helicopter. Interestingly, the Sonos Beam that is compatible with Atmos has no upward firing Atmos speakers. <laughs> um, so they're having to use uh, processing and sort of technical wizardry to try and emulate a speaker above you, which <laughs> is very interesting. I mean, I haven't heard it myself, so I can't say to how good that will be, but it's quite interesting. Seen any reviews? Not yet. Not yet. It's, um, mm. I think people are just starting to get their hands on it the next couple of uh, days. So it'll be an interesting one to see what people say, whether it actually is a step up from the old Sonos Beam, which did not have Atmos. Um, I'll be interested to hear it because my Arc, I've got a Sonos Arc um, for everyone out there. It's quite cool when it works. There's not that many things that are compatible with it, but when you do get it, it is, it's pretty cool. I nearly became the owner of your Sonos Arc. <laughs> Sorry, are you going to say that you were going to rob me or something? Yeah. Well, do you not remember? We loaded up my car with, <laughs> with it was your basically your most expensive items except for your TV. Yeah. And um, when we were driving to your new house, I then thought... <laughs> I could just drive away with this. <laughs> you could do, but that is a crime. So, you know, <laughs> those are the options in life most of the time. It was. Yeah. I think what I texted you was, step one, <laughs> step one, befriend Rob. <laughs> step two, own us on a <laughs> Hey, if you're in it for the long game, I think you've earned it at that point. I was, I, that was that was the proper long game. That wasn't was the it? long con. You've done well. So, yeah, fingers crossed uh, the new Sonos Beam will be very cool. And it's still, I think it's the same price as the old Beam, which is that's even good. cooler. Yeah, that's good. Um, love to see it. Actually, uh, on that note, did you hear that um, IKEA have announced some new Sonos speakers as well? I did. I'm going to have to try and um, rapidly IKEA Google. Sonos. Isn't it? Have they announced a new lamp design speaker? They have, yeah. So, they have, the, IKEA have the Symphonis collection. As you've probably heard about. So the one that we talked about a few uh few months back was the uh the big like um art was speaker. It an art installation was it? It. It was a, yeah, sort of yeah, a the canvas. frame speaker. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, that was it. And um they haven't released it yet, but the um they're on the twelfth of October, I think, they're launching a new lamp speaker. Um it, it doesn't look great um <laughs> it's not not fitting the feng shui of your room it looks a little bit um it looks a little bit like a business hotel uh the kind of lampshade you'd get in a business hotel okay like not particularly <laughs> homely <laughs> um so they have i think they've got a new lampshade for the for the existing uh, maybe they have two lampshade options um one of them looks all right one of them just looks like a candle holder mm -hmm. another one just looks like the kind of lampshade you'd get in a business hotel um, but they are they're lampshade speakers. Um, so yeah, they'll be. But we will talk about we'll talk about that more when they launch. But Sonos are doing some cool things. I'm I'm a really big I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of them and I'm a big fan of their um 
the stuff they're doing with um, with IKEA, I, I, That's great. I like the fact that 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 technology is is kind of getting into a slightly cheaper yeah. price range, but it's all part of the same ecosystem. Do you know, I do love a good ecosystem. It's true. A well integrated so. ecosystem is um, it's great. You can invest in a Sonos system, can't you? Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, so uh, my <laughs> my favourite news stories this week. Okay. Uh, came out um, because um, of an antitrust. Uh, um, so Google were fined $5 billion by the EU um, in an antitrust fine, basically um, saying that Google were pre-installing uh, or, or for, not forcing people, but people, it was it was the easy option for people just to use Google on mm-hmm. Android. It was kind of pre-installed. It's the default, the, search engine the of choice. default browser, isn't it? Yeah. Default browser, default search engine. Yeah. Um, and so Google's lawyers found the the fact uh, found this fact, which I think is really funny, which is um, Google is the most searched term on Bing <laughs> uh, <laughs> by far. Um, so, and the the top um, the top search terms on Bing are Google, YouTube, Facebook, Gmail, and then Amazon, um, which is really really funny. Bing, by the way, for people who don't know, Bing is Microsoft's search engine. Which has probably been around for oh, oh I don't know, fifteen years. Oh yeah, maybe? at least yeah, it's been around twenty a long time. years maybe. Um, and um, I mean, I've I've never really been a fan of the name. I think because of Chandler Bing, you know, he always used to take <laughs> for that one reason. Like joke about used to joke about his name, didn't he? Do you think like, that even joked? Is that the results you think you'd get? You think they'd give you a sarcastic result because it's powered by <laughs> yeah, Bing, Chandler Bing. <laughs> um, no, so I think um. Yeah, I think uh, it's quite funny. And um, yeah, I mean, people do use Bing. I think especially if you're somebody who you, who doesn't change doesn't change your browser on your computer when you get it and you probably um, stick with um, Microsoft Edge or Internet Explorer before that um, and you just search for stuff in the in the search bar, then you probably it would does. use Bing. It does happen. When I, when, I install, when I install Windows... Well, I mainly use Edge to download Google Chrome. It's the first thing um, or, or a, a number of, of people do. Yeah. Um, but I do know yeah. some people that work at Microsoft and I've heard several accounts of um, people being caught using Google um, as their default <laughs> search engine and being questioned as to why they've done that <laughs> as they work for Microsoft. So, um, you know, it's prevalent everywhere. It's not just everyone else. It's, it's in Microsoft as well. I, You know what? I totally forgot that this is basically what you do for a living, Rob. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm explaining something to you. You're a you're a search engine nerd now, aren't you? <laughs> I, I'm a little bit of a search engine nerd, and I had actually read this article, so I tr- tried to pretend to be uh, surprised. But, uh, yeah, I think what search quite... engine? What what's your default search engine that you use? It's Google. It is Google. As uh, I think it's ninety percent, ninety five percent of uh, the internet yeah. users. So, you know, you're not the only one out there using Google. And uh, hey, okay, well, you know what? Me... Try Bing. Give the underdog a little go, if you want. Give Bing a go. Um, All right, let me just do a bit of public service then. Just whilst I'm on my privacy bandwagon. There are other search engines available. And not all search engines are made equal. So there is a search engine called DuckDuckGo, which is a privacy-enhanced search engine, which I can recommend. And the search results are... They're not as personalised as Google, but they are are all right. So DuckDuckGo is a good one. And there's another one called Ecosia, I think I think it's called Ecosia. And every time you do a search, they plant a tree or or every time you do like a hundred search or something, they plant a tree. 
That's another you option. Do. I think it's about uh, 40 searches and then a plant a tree. So it's pretty good. So that's pretty cool. Um, or at least they sell the plant a tree. Who knows if they will actually plant a tree. <laughs> you, feel, you, you get a warm, fuzzy feeling when you search for stuff. Um, yeah. So, there are alternatives um, out there. That's very true. There are there are more than there's more than Google and Bing. Uh, so, oh yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. That, Thank you very much well for done. providing your your smart insight. <laughs> uh, sorry for sorry for basically mansplaining hey. uh, search engines to you. Hey, it's I all t- good. You know what? It's like I when totally a child forget. comes to you and it's like, "Daddy, Daddy, I learnt this thing today." I'm like, what did you learn? <laughs> <laughs> No, just like that yeah, just like exactly. that just like that thank um you. thank you so my next piece of news is a well it started out as an april fools so do you know the website stack overflow it's uh yes i do know the website stack overflow it's a website where a lot of uh coders and developers go to uh post questions about coding you know i've got this problem can someone help me solve it and a lot of code is uh, pasted into that it's a forum ah. so a lot of code is copied and pasted into that forum and people of take course. that so there was an april fool i think there, there's last that year. there's that joke that like most code that's running nowadays is just like copied it's been copied and pasted from stack overflow exactly yeah, okay, okay so based on that joke and an april fools last year where they announced that they were releasing a brand new keyboard um which has three <laughs> buttons um which allow it to just copy and paste so that was the joke uh, they said that if you had copied and pasted a certain number of times on their platform, you wouldn't be able to copy and paste anymore until you bought the new keyboard. Um, <laughs> everyone loved the joke, and they've actually now turned it into a real keyboard. So it's a teeny, teeny, weeny, tiny little keyboard. Oh yeah, um, I've, got, I've got it here. I've got it in front of me. It's three keys. So it's got, <laughs> it's got. So that's, I guess, that's the logo for Stack Overflow. It is. Yeah. So it must open the website. <laughs> and then you find your piece of code you press the middle button which has just got a black c on it yeah so i guess that copies it Copy. <laughs> and then you navigate to where you want to drop that piece of code and there's just another button that's just got a v on it absolutely and it's like an old school old school like typewriter keyboard keys oh yeah it's the on old, like a, the old on like creamy a, white ones yeah yeah on like a black um like a little blackboard with what i like what looks like a usb c it is connection so i'm yeah. very very happy with that <laughs> i really like that that is fantastic it's a great that's thing. like the modern day equivalent of do you remember years ago when the usb like plug-in usb toys were all the rage mm-hmm. um and you'd have that one which would you'd, you'd like you'd like launch a rocket yeah yeah something happened <laughs> the novelty yeah. thing everyone's gonna be getting one um so they're only yeah, yeah. 29 if it's something you really wish to invest in maybe a nice stocking seller <laughs> as the festive season approaches us <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so there you go uh all right well on the subject of usb things um <laughs> so uh yeah we we talked a little bit last time didn't we about usb c cables we did and i think i talk, I, sh- I shared my frustration about how um i get really frustrated when devices are being released in 2021 and they have micro usb yes. connectors usb c kindle mm. looking at you um so micro usb connectors uh are really really commonplace and um yeah we, we talked about it a lot last time but like they really got really commonplace but usb c is the new standard uh it's it's what um device manufacturers should be putting on all their devices it's um reversible so there's no like up yes. and down like you have with traditional usb connectors yes um 
it so, allows yes. more data to transfer through it as well and faster. Exactly. And charging is faster. It's just better. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, the USB implementers forum uh, have... Um, well, the the new story is about logos, but that's not really what, what I care about. It's more that they are releasing some new standards, which I think are going to be quite exciting. Because, uh, you know, what I think is great about this is that, um, you know, a few years ago, you'd buy a laptop and you'd have to have a charger mm-hmm. for the laptop. And you don't have to have maybe, you know, different connectors for different things. Whereas we're moving now to a place where you basically just have the USB-C connector and that can do everything. Mm-hmm. It, you can charge your phone, you can charge your laptop, you can connect, you know, backwards compatibility with that kind of Does stuff. It all. And so we're now moving to where a place where you can get 40 gigabits per second transfer speed, which is That's pretty nippy. Is is pretty rapid. Um and 240 watts charging capability. That's mad. Um that's that's very, very that fast. Is, that, I think the fastest on the mo- the market at the moment is maybe up to 120 watt charging yeah yeah so that's double yeah instantly yeah so this is this is really cool so um yeah so i mean and it's worth knowing that the challenge that we have now with USB-C is the cable is universal so the connector is universal you know the thing that you plug in that's universal but that the cable isn't mm. and um you don't necessarily you won't necessarily be able to get faster speeds off every cable or or um faster um charging capabilities off the same cable you ha- you'd have to get an, an upgraded cable mm. and then just to kind of throw some more confusion into the mix there's this standard from intel called thunderbolt yes which was really common on macbooks my macbook's got some thunderbolt one ports yeah. and they've got like a weird they use a what's called a mini display port um, but the new thunderbolt ports use usb-c hey. they use that connector that's brilliant so it is a bit confusing because there's um you can get um Basically, USB-C connector uh, can do Thunderbolt, which is like a, the protocol, like the, the, the way that the, the c- computer communicates with whatever you're plugging into it, plus USB 4, plus USB 3, plus USB 2. Like, it's all very, very confusing. Mm. So I don't like that. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of that. I just wish it got really... They just simplified it. But I am excited about the fact that these cables can do some really really cool things and they can do some really really high transfer rates like that means you can do some date you can do daisy chaining you get to plug in multiple 4k monitors you can charge um there are some screens now that you can get where the screen is like the dock and you can have stuff plugged into the screen and and just and you just plug it into your laptop and it charges your laptop and it does all the output on the screen and you can connect your keyboard and mouse and everything um so that is that is pretty cool. Um, so that's really that cool. Really but cool. Um, yeah. we're all aiming for the day where we can charge our cars, our electric cars, with USB C. That'll be oh, that'll be the day. That's the dream. And then charge your phone. Hey, hey! I watched a video this week because uh, I'm I'm currently looking at cars. Okay. I mean, I, this is this is this tech. Is it electric? Is it cars, Tesla? It's not Tesla. Uh-huh. Not Tesla. No, I'm looking at some other slightly more cost-effective options. Understand. But um, I and I went down a bit of a YouTube rabbit hole watching videos from a certain YouTube car YouTube channel, which is incredibly addictive. Oh, is that? Is that, is that are those sounds of? <laughs> We're trying to ignore that. Ignore the sirens. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. <clears throat> are they? Um, and um, there are some cars that will charge to eighty percent. Cars that have like 300 mile range, mm. they'll charge to 80% in 15 minutes. Wow. But we're, we're now getting to the That's stage good. where you're not far away from how long it would take you to... I reckon a petrol station, was it five minutes maybe? Mm. 
if you like if you're really quick you know and you do like pay it pump probably about five minutes we're not, not far, far off, off that. if you're really interested in that there's um do you know marquez brownlee uh mkbhd yeah, yeah, yeah. he did a competition sort of top gear style um comparing the difference between a fully electric tesla um a hybrid i think it was a ford and then just a normal petrol car and they went on a thousand yeah. mile road trip and that they wanted to test the variable of how long does it take to fill up your car with the amount of fuel needed or energy needed to go and do yeah, this yeah. thousand mile road trip um and it, the, the results are quite surprising um i would definitely recommend going and watching that it's about 20 minutes um yeah they compare the difference in times to complete this road trip and it's it's uh yeah it's an interesting interesting watch yeah, the video I watched was racing a Tesla and a, what was, I think it was a Hyundai, no, it was a, the Audi e-tron, mm-hmm. 100, like, I think it's like a 100 grand Audi, and to be fair, it was it blew the Tesla out really? the on a few different places. Yeah, it had like super fast charging, like faster charging than the superchargers. Don't ask me about it, I don't understand. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but they basically race each other from Glasgow, Glasgow, you want to say? Maybe okay. Somewhere in Scotland down to London. It's interesting because um, it's uh, usually these comparisons are done in America where the Tesla yeah. supercharger network is massively dominant. So uh, that's obviously a big factor in how fast yeah, you can yeah. charge is how far can you go before you have to get to the next yeah. one. So, yeah. But I think, yeah, it's, we're off on a tangent here talking about <laughs> cars, but I, I think it's really, I, I, I like, I think we are getting to the stage where that whole argument of, oh, I can't just sit and wait by a charger. Like, I'm not sure that's going to be a valid argument. Long. It really doesn't. Because it's getting, it's getting, it's getting to a stage. And like once, if range goes up, you know, they're, they're saying, oh, you can get to 80% in 15 minutes. Well, if the range is 500 miles, like actually 80% is, I can't do the math. <laughs> 400, 400 miles? 400 miles? Yeah, sure, it's 400 we'll miles. we'll go for that. Yeah. Anyways, that's very cool. Um, that, right, that was it. anything else from you? No, that was it. Uh, go watch that MKBHD video. It's cool. Oh, you know what? You know what? I will do, Rob. Yeah. I thank you. I appreciate that. I, I probably should have said that for the next segment, shouldn't I? Oh well. No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, well, that's it for our tech roundabout. We will be tech roundup. I think I called it a roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the kids call it. We'll be back with part two of Interneted right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Uh, it's now time for the part of the show that we like to call. Here are the cool things we have found <laughs> on the internet this you week. You love this, don't you? It's on repeat all day. <clears throat> Only because that's what is on repeat on your Spotify player. We share one. <laughs> <laughs> we also share you know, one headphone. I think you can do that. We should do that one day. <laughs> On day we're both just like in focus mode. We should do a shared playlist because I think you can do that on Spotify. You can, can't you? but how much Dido can you listen to in one day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, as much as as because it's a lot. Hey, if you're with me, hey buddy, if you if you're a day, if you've got a day where you need to listen to Dido, <laughs> I need to be there for you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I'm there for you. I'm here for you, buddy. <laughs> Was that a cry for help? No, no, no. It's just um, this please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool. Well, um, as the name of this feature suggests, we have been weeding through the web, navigating the net, scouring search engines, ransacking Reddit, going from A to B on HTTP, getting fitter by using Twitter, getting our fix of Netflix, having an oogle of Google, looking at a ream of memes, a throw of DuckDuckGo, 
as mentioned earlier, and a regroup of YouTube to find the coolest things on the internet for you, dear listener. Rob, my main man, what's up? What's up? And what are the rules? <laughs> well, uh, so this is a pretty unrelenting and pretty extreme part of the show, everyone. So each week we both bring the coolest thing or things that we found on the internet mm. this week. Um, apart from that, there are no rules. Um, so as long as you can find it on the internet, we can talk about it. Uh, that could be a funny video, an interesting fact, an interesting Wikipedia page, perhaps. Um, <gasps> do you remember we played the Wikipedia game? That was... Yes. Maybe <laughs> yes, I maybe did. during work hours, <laughs> maybe not during work hours. We never played it during work hours. I think we stayed we late was... at work playing the I Wikipedia think... game, didn't we? I think we actually did stay late once. <laughs> <laughs> maybe miss my train just so we could finish finding something on Wikipedia. Good time. The Wikipedia game, for anyone who's never played it, is you pick... Do you? Pr- I think you press the random button, don't you, you at the beginning? You to and it sends you to a random page. Yeah. And then, and then you then press the random button again, and basically you have to get from one point, one page to the other page by only clicking on hyperlinks within Wikipedia. Yes. It's so very like tactical. From going from, going from um, Hollywood to the uh, nineteen seventy-two British Grand Prix. <laughs> so how how would you do that yeah. in Wikipedia? Which links would you go to? Hollywood. Probably go you to go to Hollywood, you'd go to America, and then you go to the world, America. back to England. And then you go to UK, yeah. yeah, and then you go to like counties, Buckinghamshire, Silverstone, F1. You know, something. this calls yeah, for a rematch. I, I'm putting it out there. I'm throwing the gauntlet <laughs> down. <laughs> I'm not sure if that would be that good for radio. Oh no, we'll do it off air. Um, we'll let you know the results, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that game, the game is, the game is, the game on. is my jam. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's that's the rules. If you didn't understand that, we find something cool and we tell you about it. Uh, so Michael, shall I, uh, what shall I go what first? You, what have you seen? Uh, right. Well, I have. This is this is by recommendation from you. <laughs> did we do did we do this after the last show that we did? Did we talk about this and then I just went down a rabbit hole? Anyway, we did it before and after the I, show, Michael, <clears throat> and every yeah, day okay. since. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a website. Uh, not it wasn't it wasn't a website was it there was a service a video service called Vine which I think we talked about last week I'm sure we talked about it last week I think we mentioned it feels it. like something we talked about anyway um, so Vine disappeared in 2017 2013 to 2017 uh, it was was it bought by Twitter it was bought yeah, by, it was Twitter by Twitter and then disbanded by Twitter fairly soon after yeah yeah okay that was it yeah so Twitter then shut it down um, but Vine videos are these like how long were the videos in the end? They were up like, to seven short. seconds. Yeah, really, really short videos. Um, and uh, yeah, so then I think like Instagram started copying them, and then the service all fell apart. But anyway, Vine videos have become have become this kind of cult classics because <laughs> they are these like very, very basically funny vines have become cult classics. Oh, yes. So these like really sh- it's like just watching a very very short punchy sketch show. And you can go on YouTube and just search for like Vine compilations, and there are just There's so many. <laughs> if you like internet humor, it is the thing to oh, watch. Yeah. You've, I think you've got to be into internet humor to fully appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would tell you some of my favorite, but I don't think they'll try. I don't think they will. I think you have to go and watch them. But I completely and wholeheartedly agree. I've spent many an hour just watching Vine videos, probably annoying my girlfriend, um, having them on in the background. Um, yeah, 
armor. Yeah. What's your? Let's just. Do, what's your favorite vine, Rob? I, again, like you say, I don't think it translates that as well. I think just, my just, favorite vine is um, is a little girl who is staring out the window <laughs> and she keeps repeating the phrase "I smell like beef." And it's a very moody video. Um, the lighting is very odd. Uh, she just keeps saying, I smell like beef. So that's that's probably my favourite one. Oh, I want to... There's one... Have <laughs> you seen the one where there's a there's like a guy... <laughs> there's like a lady filming some like deer coming to the window. And it's like a snowy scene. And it's really beautiful. And like the deer like comes to the window and they're like get some food and they're like a sneeze in the background and there's like a lot of she's like Brian <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is one of my favourite videos now my, my personal favourite is uh, there's a guy driving on the road and there's a oh, road yeah. worker head sign and he goes road worker head uh, yeah I sure hope it does <laughs> doesn't, doesn't translate well for radio but it's a very funny video anyway so oh, uh, I would recommend going and searching vines on YouTube what a throwback you can just and the beauty is some of them aren't funny but they're so short, you just you're straight onto the next one before you've realised. It's a way to experience a slice of internet life back in was it 20, 2011, oh. 2012? Oh, and it and it was it was a simple time. It was. It was a. Oh, <laughs> I'm Fun memories. Very nice. Uh, well, before before yeah. My item okay, you isn't particularly relaxing, I have to say. So mine is no. a uh, it's a Netflix series that has become very popular. I think it's number one in the UK for the last couple of days. It is called Squid Game or the Squid Game. <gasps> have you uh, have you seen it? I I watched the first episode today. Oh wow! I had a day off today, and I watched the first episode today. It and is something. I isn't am it? a big fan. I am such a big hooks fan you of in it. instantly. I, <clears throat> so yeah, this is I, I mean I don't want well, to spoil actually, it for anyone it is um, no. probably give some warnings it's quite violent um, if you're not into violent things it's probably not for you I think it's a rated of 15 on Netflix so yeah yeah oh, oh, it, it is. It's, I'm surprised it's a 15 <laughs> it, it feels a bit more like an 18 but um, it is it's a drama yeah. it's um, very different I don't think I've ever seen a setting quite like this it feels sort of it, like the it's, it's a Korean TV show and it feels a bit like a Korean version of a Black Mirror episode I would say it, it has it has hints of um, the setup has hints of Deadpool mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's got very much Black Mirror Black Mirror um, a little bit a of Black like, Mirror episode called so it's, I was going to say so a little bit of Hunger Games in there as well. It's a competition Hunger between Games, a group of people yeah. trying to survive. <clears throat> There's a Black Mirror episode. I think it's called 10,000 Credits. I think it's called 10,000 Credits. Let me just find the name of it. Um, it is an incredible... Is that the one cre- about the... Incredibly... Which one is that? Is that the social media episode of Black Mirror? No, no, no. That's... Um, oh, here we go. It's Black Mirror. Episode. Um, fifth, I got you totally wrong. 15 Million Merits is what it's yeah. called. Uh, and it's the one where they it's basically this like dystopian society where people ride bikes to get merits and they have like a singing competition oh yes you ever seen that one yeah oh and fun fact fun fact it was co-written by Connie Huck no <laughs> Blue Peter presents a Connie Huck oh she's, she's married, married to, to Charlie Brooker. Brooker yeah but she co-wrote it <laughs> who'd have thought a little Blue Peter presenter could come up with a Black Mirror episode that I mean it's I think it's one of the best episodes it's like proper proper you know, dystopian it's very yeah. it's a really world building yeah. in that sense it's quite world building and yeah, I mean the, yeah um, the show same same with uh, Squid Game it is it, it just sucks you in and you feel so connected to some of these characters and 
honestly me and my girlfriend yeah, yeah. have been shouting at our tv at certain points it's um it's fantastic i think there's about nine episodes on netflix they're all released yeah now. yeah uh, so go and watch it if you've got a bit of time i'm sure everyone else will be talking yeah. to you about it anyway so definitely give that a go it's uh, is this is it this year's it's this year's tiger king is it do you reckon well having said that i saw a trailer earlier for tiger king season two tiger king two it's coming I in november saw, i saw a trailer for <laughs> tiger i thought what what could they what could they talk about but i quite like it i because mean a little bit tiger king one i feel marked the start of the lockdown the first lockdown and i feel like tiger king two is going to bookmark it it's going to be the end of it <laughs> that's a, gosh Gosh, March 2020 was a weird time. It was a very weird time. <laughs> Tiger King. Tiger King and banana Gosh. bread flowing from everyone's houses. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger King and banana bread. That is the best way to summarise it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That oh, was crazy, wasn't it? Well, there we go. Uh, cool. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, <laughs> Rob. Full stop. Very welcome. And with that, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> anyway, and with that, it's time for us to win the show. So thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Internet It. We do, <laughs> we do hope you've enjoyed it. Internet is, Internet, <laughs> Internet It is hosted, produced and written by <laughs> Rob Murgatroyd and me, <laughs> Minty ba- <and> Basil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, Minty Basil. Um, I forgot you wanted me to call you that. Um, that's right. So each week we are. Did you do that? Did you do that today? I can't remember when I did that. But I think I'm a genius for writing that in there. Um, so Minty, we release episodes every week. So make sure you don't miss out on our next episode. Hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget us to forget to give us a tubular five star rating. Thank you so much for tuning in. Apologies for that. Sorry, I'm so sorry. It really tickled me. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time for the next episode of Interneted. Goodbye! Tables. <laughs>